A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. (laughs) 
As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss our feelings about them, and then make them fight for our amusement. I am your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw, with me here, as always, is Mr. Ken Knapsack. Joseph, you done something dangerous today. What did I done do? You done put me in a fighting ring, and you <laughs> gave me some whiskey beforehand. I did done do that. This is gonna be like an alcoholic Bernie man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my goal, to turn my apartment into alcoholic Bernie man <laughs> with a toilet there's an active toilet though yeah so why, even why am i this is, one and not the that is one. better than actual burning man <laughs> mm-hmm. also here also drinking whiskey yes. is a wonderful guest emma fife hello i love that your your hello there was as obi-wan once said which is true but i also like really associate that with like just british people in general like, oh, I feel like there. in the beatles movies oh. like all the time it's like hello there you know <laughs> Oh, that would have been great if Obi Wan Kenobi was just quoting random lines from yes. Beatles movies. <laughs> yeah, just uh, your droid is very clean. Yeah, it's Paul's grandfather. He's a clean old droid. <laughs> yeah, we love our Obi Wan. Someday, very special episode. Sure. Obi Wan himself will fight. Yes, and he'll say more than hello there. Yes, quite prepared for that eventuality. <laughs> so, if you're listening to Databank Brawl for the first time for some reason, here's what's going to happen: we look up the actual, fresh, minty, correct canon information on Star Wars. Databank about two characters. We read it, we discuss them a little bit, and then they fight. We go to the wilds of Wikipedia for some supplementary information, mm-hmm. but we must always bear in mind that that might not be canon. We use all of this information to inform their battle. Mm-hmm. Are you guys ready for the first combatant? Oh, I yeah. I'm ready. Okay, this is a character who is a smaller side character, which is our speciality mm-hmm. here on mm-hmm. Databank Brawl, but a character that strangely has gotten a lot of requests for this one weird side oh. character, and that character is Grumgar. <laughs> now, do you guys know Grumgar? Gar off the top of your heads? I don't think I do not. so. Okay, good. I, I always like. I think to if find I out. saw a picture of it, How, it would well, you're going to have that in memory. a second. How yeah. do you spell Grumgar? G R U M M G A R Grumgar. Gotcha. No Fs in there, unlike Emma's <laughs> unlike name, my last which has sixty percent. So here, I'm going to read the StarWars.com databank entry on okay. good old Grumgar, and then we will describe him, we will discuss him, we'll do yes. all that great stuff. Oh, I do know that character. <laughs> uh, Ken just flashed Grumgar to Emma, yes, which is not a dirty thing. It's not, though it sounds like it. It sure does. Uh, so here is what StarWars.com databank has to say about good old Grumgar. Oh, Hulking Dewitton Dewitton, Grumgar was at Maz Kanata's castle when Han Solo, Finn, mm. and Rey visited. Sitting beside the bounty hunter and First Order spy Bazin Natel, Grumgar was given a wide berth by the castle's other guests. He makes his credits as a mercenary and big game hunter with his kills, including the Molsum, a predator native to Ithor. I just heard a predator, and I was like, "Oh, that was just the name of the that, the predator." Molsum, a Molsum, predator. The predator. Yeah, he did not kill the predator. Right. It was. There's never been a movie Grumgar versus, versus predator. predator. Maybe not there yet, should be at yes. least. No. Uh, so yeah, a lot. Okay. Of, so I think this is one of these great canon characters we're getting to know from the Force mm-hmm. Awakens. Mm-hmm. Force Awakens has been out uh, almost a year now, and we're getting to the point where people are having their background favorite characters mm-hmm. as background characters go. He's pretty pop- prominent. Mm-hmm. He's the huge yeah. hulking dude. They call him Hulking, who's sitting next uh, to the spy who reports that uh, that BB-8 is indeed there. Yeah. Yeah. So what does Wikipedia have to say about him, Ken? Well, uh, like you said, a lot of the similar stuff there. Uh, 
and because it's such a new character, we don't have canon. Uh, we don't have legends. You yeah. know, we don't have any of that. Yet. Right, and that's where the yeah. wild stuff comes from. Everything yeah. established is uh, is as you say, two point seven meters in height. He's a big guy, Tall. super yeah. big. Real big. They don't list his weight out of respect, but I'm <laughs> he's a big guy. Skin color brown, but. Uh, you know, he's got those gnarled teeth and, yeah. uh, he kind of yeah. looks like Terry Bradshaw from, uh, Fox NFL Sunday <laughs> in the head. Uh, and he's, Does he have, uh, horns coming out of somewhere. Yeah. Horns. But what, what's really striking about the horns, if you really look at it, and he was one of the first new alien characters we saw in the Vanity Fair article. That's right. right. So he's a model as he's well. He's a model as well. Mm-hmm. The horns yeah. are like really deeply embedded. They almost look painful. And they're like, like coming out yeah. of his jowls, right? Coming out of his jowls. Yeah. Um, He's got big arms. He's almost as if, um, uh, what is it, the thing? Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. he's kind of got that look and feel of him. Big gut, big calves, big legs. This guy (laughs) likes to eat, (laughs) have fun. But yet, you know, Bazine Natal uh, is is a first order agent, but she's she's very sexy in her own right. And and he's good with the ladies, I guess. (laughs) It seems like they're they're together. Yeah. yeah, I would buy that. Very much like a Tony Soprano thing. They're on the cuddle couch together. They're on the cuddle couch. Big, bald guy, but (laughs) just has a lot of, inspires a lot of confidence. And he, now he has a little teeny drink, right? He like does have a yeah. big, massive, drink, massive yeah. hands. Yeah. Teeny yeah. drink. Yeah. yeah. So, and he, he's saying <laughs> he, he does. He does. That is comical. Yeah, that's comical. He's got, right? you know, Flash this up for the audience. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. That's for sure. It, yeah. it could only be more comical if he had a little hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a little drink. He doesn't have a little hat. Uh, so, yeah. So, but, so we learn a little bit more about him from the database entry that he's a yeah. hunter. He's a yes, mercenary. Yes, he's a mercenary and a, a bounty hunter. A no, big game hunter. A big game hunter. Uh, so, yeah, maybe he's a bounty hunter? I don't know. We've discussed previously here on the old Force Center feed that bounty hunter used to be a nice, good, all term it phrase. It did used to like, be an all term. You, yeah. you know, and now, now they're, he's not necessarily a bounty hunter, but he, he is a mercenary. Right. That's right. Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's, yeah, that's, that's sort of for me, I think, where it, it gets confusing because it's like, okay, he's a big game hunter, but he's also a mercenary. So that implies mm. that he's basically doing whatever sort of battling people need him to do for money and yeah. also killing creatures for personal gain. Yeah, maybe he, <laughs> maybe he uh, mercenaries for money and then sure. killing Mulsum mm-hmm. uh, uh, on Ithar is just for uh, fun, maybe? So, yeah, he just has, like, a, if you go to his house, he just has, uh, like, a collection of uh, big game uh, galaxy creatures, like, on his walls. Right, like, yeah, you like don't want to go into his den or mm-hmm. he'll tell you the story of every cow, Yes, like, exactly, for, yeah. God <laughs> sake, Grumgar. Shut yeah, up. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we always talk also about our feelings. Do you guys like this character as soon as you saw him? Did you think, like, yep, that's a good Star Wars alien? I, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I did. So the, the Vanity Fair article when it came out, that was one of the first things, you know, at the time we're worried about what Force Awakens going to look yeah. like, feel like. Is it going to belong to Star Wars universe? I was, to be slightly honest, disappointed that he wasn't featured prominently. I thought he uh-huh. had a little more to do. Like he was, I don't want to say our new Jabba, but he had that look to him. He had a yeah. very important look. He sat there like he was in charge. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I liked it. I do remember them walking by him and thinking like, oh, that's a character who's like going to be real important in the mm-hmm. next scene. Like some shit's going to go down. Yeah. And, right. uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I like him as a character. I always love those sort of, you know, cantina or like Jabba's palace scenes yeah. where you get to see that whole sort of 
of myriad of yeah. of um, alien creatures who we may or may not know exactly like what species they are. And I do think that like Grumgar was someone that like really stood out and made me interested in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I would like to see him get to do more. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I was happy that that she was the spy. Yeah. And that was that was fine. But I thought I just thought I wanted more. So I did mm-hmm. have a stronger emotional yeah. reaction. To I think that maybe the reason that a couple people. Uh, uh, so many people were suggesting Grumgar is that he does seem like the bruiser. Like as soon yeah. as you walk in, you think like, how's Han Solo going to beat up that huge right. guy? Yeah. He's going to have to find his vulnerabilities. He's going to have to pull a horn out somehow. <laughs> uh, and I think having like Nazim with him too, like helped draw that kind of focus to him because you looked at her and you're like, she's way too cool looking to not do something right, right, right now. Right. <laughs> right. But yeah, just by his like presence and his size, yeah. it makes you think he's going to fight. And today, right. He he's is gonna. going to fight, so <laughs> you're going to get to that dream yes. come true. And uh, the person he's going to fight with uh, has a little bit of a relationship to, according to the oh. Star Wars.com databank, uh, which I didn't realize when I pulled these two characters together. <laughs> but uh, this is a more classic character who's been through a lot, and that is Moma Nadun. Hmm. Here is what Star Wars.com databank has to say about Moma Nadun. In exile from Ithor... Moma Nadun was a rebel sympathizer who cultivated a hidden garden in the mountains south of Mos Eisley. Uh. Nadun was in the Mos Eisley Kadena when Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi arrived in search of a pilot who could take them to Alderaan without attracting Imperial attention. Now, many listeners will know this character by the name Hammerhead, yeah. which is just a slur. His name is Moma Nadun. <laughs> Uh, so obviously, uh, do you do you know the character Momon and Dunn by name? Do I you didn't know, know by, name, by name, but once you said Hammerhead, I was like, oh, I know exactly which right. which Cantina background character you're talking about now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, this character is, I think has this very weird tradition of being very well known for older Star Wars fans because yeah. he was one of the main action figures that yes. you got to imagine about. He got a ridiculously expanded background <laughs> in EU. Uh, so I was curious to find out where he sits uh, in new canon and mm. the fact that he uh, is still a rebel sympathizer, which right. I believe he was in uh, Expanded Universe. Yep. But the nice detail that he cultivates a hidden garden in the mountains south of Mos Eisley. What a peaceful fellow. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice. Uh, what does Wikipedia have to say about um, good old Moma uh, Similar, similar there. Yeah, there's definitely a bunch of legend stuff yeah. there. We're not going to tap uh, <laughs> into that at this point, but he, uh, he gained in popularity. Uh, I, I know him as Hammerhead simply because that's what his toy said he was. Yes. Um, he is 1.95 meters. Ooh. So so okay. he's got a little right. bit of a height disadvantage. Yep. Um, and uh, eye color brown, skin color brown. No quote. Uh, I don't know if we could really, you know, pull a quote from him. Yeah. Other than like a, I was going to say, does he really? I well, don't Grumgar's think only speaks. quote we've got is English. Yeah. Yeah. So these are two grumbly <laughs> MFers. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, yeah, they're pretty straight to the point, but he's definitely a classic character. Can you yeah. describe... Can you see on your computer machine <laughs> what he is actually wearing? Because in uh, the lore of us older Star Wars fans, we know the action figure who is wearing basically like a blue onesie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not getting. I'm going to have to do an image search on him to get you that answer. More because the, the it's he's got a nice headshot in this one. Here. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, it's. Uh, I've seen a lot of uh, brown. Um, uh, like a like a cloak. Uh, here's okay. A, mm-hmm. Here's a good shot. More of an updated shot there. Okay. Um, if you can see, it is like yeah. a, almost. 
you know what's interesting? It is to like me, a brown cloak. It, it's a brown cloak, yeah. which would make you think that that's what you wear on Tatooine. That Obi Wan right. oh, was yeah. wearing what Tatooine people wear in the desert. Nope, turns out he, that was his Jedi, Jedi outfit. outfit. Yeah. Now we know he wore his Jedi outfit, mm-hmm. and then before he could get rid of it, he just created this whole fashion <laughs> craze on Tatooine. <laughs> he started the whole trend, and everybody changed. Yeah, might Amazing. be that. Yeah, yeah, might be that. Where yeah, the blue onesie is more yeah. the traditional Kenner version. I believe. Of the power of the force like late 90s action figure had like a little vest and a little bit more kind of classic Star Wars Your memory serves you well, sir. (laughs) Um, Yes, absolutely. Brown vest over a brown shirt. A lot of brown on brown. Yeah. Yeah, he's a very brown guy. All right, let's talk about our feelings then. Yeah. Uh, Emma, we'll start with you. Do you have an emotional oh, attachment to I, you know, Momanda Donna I, Hammerhead? Well, now, like, seeing him again, I I don't know that I had one, but when you brought up that lovely little detail of his secret garden, <laughs> <laughs> like, now I love him. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Ken? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, because, again, it's a slur, and I apologize, but Hammerhead. I know. Yeah. Hammerhead was a just a key part of the Star Wars yeah. uh, lexicon, and, and just the landscape back growing up yeah um it was uh you know it was part of what made star wars feel foreign and far far away and you know um because i didn't get as much into the eu i didn't know a lot of his stories so i kind of had my own version of who this guy was was and to me he was just a traveling drifter racing through uh cantinas of the galaxy but uh, definitely it, it is to me one of the iconic Aliens in Star Wars. Yeah. Sure. I yeah. think that's my main emotional reaction. Uh, an old friend from Minneapolis, Calvin Hatley, uh, who would always talk about the power of Hammerhead being that a lot of this stuff from Star Wars was new. But when he was a kid watching A New Hope in the theater, not even watching A New Hope, watching Star Wars because it wasn't A New Hope yeah. yet, that Hammerhead was the shot of like, holy crap, mm-hmm. this is alien. I could have yeah. sat in my room forever and I would not have imagined that thing. Yeah. Right. So I think he yeah, deserves a lot I, of credit for I that. Because that, that most likely, like, that cantina scene in the beginning, like, that's that's the first g- gathering mm-hmm. of lots of different aliens. So, yeah. yeah. A menagerie of weirdos. And yeah. he was among the most weird. Yeah. I also liked him because he looked peaceful. Yeah. Unlike our, our knee-jerk reaction to Grumgar, mm-hmm. I think, like, right. when I was a little kid, I was, like, scared of some of the other aliens. And I think I always imagined that Hammerhead, even though he was probably a bounty hunter, was a little softer and gentler. Sure, sure. Yeah. I don't know. What about his violent name in his strange head make me think, like, <laughs> if I was in danger, I'd run to that guy in the cantina. <laughs> yeah. But I did for some reason. <laughs> All right. Yeah. These are two good characters. Yeah. Let's, Any yeah, more thoughts? Are. Let's kill one of them. Uh, well, well, we'll fight. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. Needs to die <laughs> yes. As we begin. Yes. Our battle. <laughs> so if- Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. First thing is always to decide where is this taking place? We have the galaxy open to us. Mm. We have two characters who are known to be sitting in bars. Yeah. But they could be yeah. anywhere. We know that Grumgar hunts on Ithor, mm-hmm. which is Momondadon's home planet. He's an Ithorian. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So... Well, I don't know what Ithor looks like. I don't. I was uh, just clicking yeah. on that right now, even though this is an audio podcast, doing a lot of clicking yes. um, <laughs> to find out what it is. It, it is a jungle type planet, ah. um, dense floral uh, trees, a lot of trees there, okay. carnivorous trees actually there, Ooh. variety of green Ooh. and rust hued bushes, carpets of blue and pink edible fungi. Oh, this sounds very sustainable. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. go to the wilds of yeah. Wikipedia Ithor. and the wilds of Ithor. Yes. Because, yeah, I, I don't know if it's so. Canon. So, Modon. Uh, Momad Nadan, I should say, excuse me, it was banned from that planet. He was oh. he was sent away. Right. Um, ah. So let's say he's back to try to earn favor with sure, his people. Sure, sure. Yeah. And he's like set up a, a a new like sort of garden hideaway enclave yeah, in, the, I think, uh, yeah. in the rainforests. <laughs> I like the idea that he has a mission that he's going to be yeah. in yeah. and out. That like he needs a specific new plant to help his plants back yeah, more Yeah, exactly. So he's, right. he's just popping in. Yep. Uh, yeah, he figures hey, yeah. the Galactic Empire, which is part of the reason he was banned from yep. his planet and kicked out. Right. It's, it's fallen, uh, right? It's fallen. Mm-hmm. This, is, this, this is post-Jedi. We're yeah. Creating some new canon here. Yep. And he's there on that planet. Mm-hmm. Right. And Grumgar comes a hunting. Yep. Yeah. Right. So I think uh, we've got Momon to done. Mm-hmm. I think in our version, he is 
he's out there gardening, so yeah. he is wearing his blue onesie. Oh, oh classic blue onesie. Definite, definite yeah. gardening, gardening attire, 100%. Right, yeah. right, whenever you garden, you put on a blue onesie, right? Definitely, yeah. yeah. You yeah. put on the teardrop <laughs> robe from Goldfinger, <laughs> right. which is exactly what he's wearing. Yeah. Uh, so he's down there on his brown hands and brown knees, mm-hmm. just chilling away. Cultivating about wildlife. It's great that the Rebels won. I sympathized with yeah. them, and they won. I did a good job sympathizing. Yes. Good job, yes. me. Good, way to go, Momanda Dunn. He's got long arms. He can literally pat himself on the back. Yep. He's building up this new garden that he'll take back to horrible old Mos Eisley and make mm-hmm. Mos Eisley a better, yeah, because, healthier place. Because that's what he wants. Like that. That's why he's got the, the garden going. It's like his his. That's his contribution to the rebellion. Is is rebuilding like the <laughs> ecosystem. Right, making the galaxy. More more beautiful yes. one flower at a yeah, time yeah. aesthetically and yeah, functionally exactly yeah, exactly. yeah. Right. so yes. he's got nothing but peace on his yeah. mind yeah <laughs> yeah but grumgar comes well oh. he uh, hammerhead as i'm going to call him unfortunately too many times i'll try to mm-hmm. go to the dawn yeah. um he hears uh, the pounding of legs and mm. he hears the pounding of, uh, of creatures sure. coming. And that is the Mosume, uh, is uh, how I'm going to pronounce it. Almost uh, like... The creature that the Grumgar is hunting. Yes. Right, the, the, okay. Yeah, it's almost like uh, Lord Masamune. Masamune. Mas- <laughs> yeah. Matt Mercer's old cosplay <laughs> His name. old cosplay name. <laughs> um, um, so they, they are large, multi-legged predators. I'm reading directly mm. here. Um, two twin poisonous fangs, jewel-like uh, pelts. So they're big. They're kind of these big mm. jewel-like pelt, jewel-like iridescent pelt. Oh, so it's so, like a rainbow monster. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Wow. Its skin, like... its skin was toxic, according to this. Ah. It's like you know, if you're in the wilds, right. if it's red, it's poisonous. Let right. it go. Um, but it's got diamonds, so it's like yeah. shooting out like little like Dang. rays, like right. Care Bears. As yeah. the sun hits it, <laughs> like literally blinds you if you catch yeah. it. In the and sunlight. they, they can attack with high speed. So, mm. so uh, Moma, he he hears that and he knows it. He has been on this planet for a while. He knows it, and he sees... That's a Molsame coming. Yeah, yeah and he's like, oh, no, what am I going to... Uh, right. This is... They're poisonous. Yeah. They, ooh, they run by him. Yeah. And he's like, well, that's interesting. Oh. What are they running from? And that's when right. he hears the hooves, the pounding feet of Grumgar. Grumgar. Yeah, so big old Grumgar is pounding down on him. And now, Emma, what yes. kind of weapons is Grumgar carrying? Grumgar has, you know, he's got almost like a, a, a Star Wars version of like a Thor hammer. Like it's like a big, <laughs> oh, wow. yeah, because I mean, okay. that's because that's the thing is because these, ma- the thing that sounds like Masamune, mm-hmm. uh, because they have that like jeweled iridescent it's skin, it's very, them. exactly, it's very unbreakable. So you can't just like stab him and, you know, laser cutting would take a little while. Right, so, so he's got a vibro bash. hammer. Exactly. So the, exactly. The technology yeah. that gets mm-hmm. used so much is the vibro thing that shakes a little bit. So he's yeah. got a vibro hammer. Yeah. Right. right. Yep. And, yeah. uh, and he is pounding away. Pounding now, away. Uh, and I'm, yes. uh, is the guest. I'm going to let you decide. Yeah. Grumgar needs a voice. All we know from his oh, voice yeah. in Force Awakens is that he shouts. But he's going to, he's going to shout something mm-hmm. at Momana Dunn as he approaches. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to hear from you what he says and what his voice sounds like. <laughs> Uh, uh, he, uh, he approaches, uh, Momar Nadan and, uh, he's like, Hey, you! <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, right. I think that's, that's it. Keep that's going. Yeah. very accurate. Yeah. I think that's very accurate. It's yeah. big, it's yeah. deep, it's slow, uh-huh. and he's not very articulate. Not very articulate. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's very, yeah, he talks in, in very, very it's Short few syllables. Is yeah, exactly. Hey, you. Moment <laughs> of done. Uh, he's used to sitting around at bars having sure. long philosophical discussions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He de- right away doesn't like this guy. Yeah. No. Clearly hunting the Molsome. Mm-hmm. He is clearly not a, at the same intellectual level mm-hmm. as Moment Dunn. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's, he's already angry. Now, what kind of tools do you think Moment Dunn has as his guardian? Does, that, does mm-hmm. he have anything that he can use to defend himself? He, he yeah. has a space hoe, um, yeah. which is. <laughs> Uh, For sure. Not a uh, uh, not a, a person in a cantina. No. It's no. an it's a gardening tool, mm-hmm. a space hoe. Mm-hmm. Okay. H O E, and he's got that, and uh, he also has himself like a like a stick or a staff, a walking uh, staff. Because yes. he had to walk away. Yeah, he had to journey out yeah. into the. So he's jungles. got some weapons. Yeah, and I right. think that that he sees that Grumgar is going to trample right through his garden. And Momo oh, yeah. doesn't want to fight, but he can't have that. Cannot. So I think that he sticks out his space hoe mm-hmm. and he steps forward and I think he clotheslines Grumgar. Oh, like yeah. Like space hoe. Yeah. But Grumgar, I think, is so like large and unwieldy that yes, he does fall, but in the process, the space hoe like Breaks, snaps explodes, in half. right? Yeah. 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 That would yeah, make some sense. Definitely. Okay. So he sticks it out. The Grumgar slams into the space no. hoe. It shatters mm-hmm. into a million pieces. We definitely know that in canon, space hoes aren't strong. No. No. It's, for, it's canonically <laughs> true that they yeah. shatter real easy. Yeah. Yep. So when you got a big old Grumgar, he, no. he hits the ground with a boom. There's mm-hmm. dust flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. Momon Dunn is almost shaken by yeah. just like, yeah. this is like a little yeah. mini earthquake. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, I think Grumgar isn't happy about this. Yeah, not, not No. What, not. Is he, what does he say and do, Ken? What are you thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> so th- he's got a little also bit of sort of like luxury uncle. Yeah. Yes. Like, what are you thinking about? That's how Houdini died. <laughs> um, yeah, he's upset. No, he's upset, but he's just like, no, who challenges Grumgar? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, yeah, I think he, yeah, he says, yeah. He, I think as he rises, he actually says yeah. that like um, yeah. some sort of yeah. strange cave troll, like who challenges Grumgar? Yeah. Right. 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 And Dunn is like, uh, uh, I, oh, I think his voice is soft and low. Yes. He's like, I do not challenge you. I simply wish you to avoid my garden. Yes. And what does Grumgar say again? I don't understand all those words, but I understand this. And it's a complete challenge from Grumgar. Okay. Mm. Complete challenge. And in Momondadon, it's suddenly clear that, like, I, yeah. I'm not getting out of this. Yeah. Uh, yes. I, I must save my garden. Yes. Grumgar stands up. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's got that war hammer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Get violent. That right. vibro hammer. Yep. The <laughs> yep. vibro hammer is vibro and yep. it's vibrating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Momon Dunn realizes, like, well, I, I, I have a, a weapon. He has the, yep. the shattered space hoe mm-hmm. in his hand, right? <laughs> we all should be so lucky to have a shattered space hoe in our hand. We all yeah. have one in our yeah. soul, I think. No. I don't know what that means, but it'd be a good country song. Yes. yes. Uh, so I, I think he looks for vulnerabilities. Yeah. He sees, like we did when we saw The Force Awakens, we see a hulking beast of a mm-hmm. creature, very intimidating. Mm-hmm. But he's been in bars. Yeah. He knows how to fight. Yeah. He knows how to he look does. for the vulnerable spot. Yeah. Emma, what do you think is the vulnerable spot on <laughs> Grumgar? Yeah, I feel like those tusks look so uncomfortable and unnatural. I they feel do. like it's got to be like one of the, the jowl tusks that okay. looks like it was jabbed in there. Right, because they look like a little <laughs> ingrown and painful. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. So I think he just jams his jagged, yeah. broken space hoe into Grumgar's <laughs> tusk right. containing flesh area. And, and like, what comes out of that? What do you I think mm. it's de- definitely it's black. Black. It's, yeah, I think it's oh. viscous. I think it, there's some bubble. <laughs> I think it's a, a yeah. spurty bubble. 
which is, I think, yeah. the grossest thing I've ever said. It's yeah. pretty bubble. Squirty bubble? Yeah. Yeah, it's but pretty I, bubble. Uh, so it, it oozes out. And I think Grumgar I- I is affected. Yeah. Right. But I, I think it's just sort of a minor annoyance, you know, like despite the like oozing black grossness, uh-huh. I feel like... It That's, doesn't. Stop it doesn't. Him? No, it doesn't stop him. It doesn't okay. knock him down. Or like he, like it hurts, but not really but enough. But Grumgar handled pain, no problem. He does. All yeah, right. yeah. So, so how? So I think Grumgar just, uh, rips it out. Yeah, and he oh. shatters it even more. Oh, it's broken. throws it yeah. into the jungle. There's no nothing. Hope. There's nothing left nah. of this. And uh, how does he retaliate? Uh, Grumgar, uh, he retaliates. He he's like uh, uh, he grabs that. That vibro hammer, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. big and it's it's giant and hulking as Grumgar is, right? And he grabs it and you'll understand this and like real slow arcing over his head with that hammer comes down. Uh, uh, but uh, Momo's able to get out of the way. He okay, has time yeah. to right? He yeah, he's he's dressed for jumping in sure. that onesie, right. his, so his he just jumps out of the way. Onesie. And with a thud, it hits that garden. The rest of the plants and the oh. fungi and everything just oh, oh yeah, and it ripples out of the ground, so like it uproots the plants. Yeah. Right? It's right, basically right. like a, a little earthquake, like <laughs> low on the Richter scale, yeah. but but for yes. sure, does like, some yeah, damage. even bigger than when Grumgar himself felt yes. when the Viro Hammer falls on mm-hmm. the garden. Right, and I think now Momenta Dunn is is angry. And frightened, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So he want he certainly wants to defend his garden, but right. he, if that vibro hammer hits him, he, it's over. So I think yeah. that Momad Dunn decides that I, I at least need to get some advantage. Mm-hmm. So right. I, I got nothing here. So I'm I'm going to jump on a a, a, a Molsame. Right. He's just going to go for these. Predator-like creatures. He right. has a connection with them. Yeah, right. Well, because right. he's, he's a, he's a, he's a soft peaceful and gentle, right? guy. Yeah, and he's you know he's been out gardening in this in this jungle setting for a while. And and, and again, he was born here, so like he's mm-hmm. he's had some time to commune with and understand the mulsame. Right. So every we, once in a while, he gives him like a fruit from his garden. Exactly. And the mulsame exactly. are like, great, that's delicious. It makes our diamonds shine it, even yeah, more. It, it does. Yeah. So because he has this like you know gentle understanding right. sort of connection with them, I think you know he he bolts in their general. direction. Direction, like partially, of course, to mm-hmm. to uh, distract Grumgar and get him away from the garden, which right, he spent right, so right, much right, right. time trying to build up. Mm-hmm. But also, um, you know, because he, he expects suspects that you know Grumgar, since he came in with the Mulsame running, and he was clearly pursuing them. Like, okay, well, if I run away with the Mulsame, like maybe Grumgar will continue to pursue not only the Mulsame but me as well. So he actually jumps on the back okay. of one of the Mulsame oh, okay. and just right. like. He wraps his little brown thighs on those diamonds, and he runs. And uh, and Grumgar tears after him, right, Ken? Tears after him. Now, Grumgar can't move that fast, Grumgar. uh, But Grumgar, once he gets some speed rolling, you know, he's hard to stop. He builds up some momentum. They go downhill a little bit, and then Grumgar's got the advantage, right? Because uh, because he's tearing after them. And I think another one of the creatures, or some of them maybe try to get in his way. Mm. And I think with that hammer, he takes a swipe, but one of them kills it, destroys. Oh, just shatters. Just an explosion. Your children should not be watching. Watching this episode, you don't see this many diamonds yeah. unless yeah. you're at like a share concert right, yes. or the beginning of a James Bond movie. Yes. Just diamonds everywhere. Yes. And that's, that's one. Yeah. He's counting it. Yeah, oh, he's counting. Yeah, right. Shirley He'll... Bassey actually just starts singing <laughs> like a yeah. song. So that poor Mosme is down. Yeah, Gumgar's yeah. on him like he yeah. too, right? Like the, he's just he's on him, right? I think yeah. he grabs uh, uh, the Mosme uh, with his free hand. That's not 
the vibranium yeah. oh, ring, he yeah. grabs it by a tail. Okay, by the end, yeah, whatever yeah. the the end of the thorax. Yeah, there. yeah. Uh, uh, do they have? I, I think they, well, for our purposes, okay. most of them okay. have tails. Most of them have tails. <laughs> <laughs> They're more valuable. Yeah, sure. leaves it open because if there's someone wants to say they don't, that's a different breed. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It all makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. not yeah. the Thor variety. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think he he shakes the the mulsamate to the best of his ability. Mm-hmm. I, I think it sends uh, mm-hmm. uh, Momon Flying off, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. rolling, uh, yep. yeah. So mm-hmm. he's he's rolling. Grumgar is chasing, smashing yep. through the forest. There, all, yep. all of the the not the forest really, but the jungle. Sure, and the jungle is just exploding, right? There's yeah, mm. fauna and yeah. flora right. everywhere. Diamond skin, and, yeah, and Diamond. just like, strange gases. Flowers <laughs> are shooting out, you know, fungal gas, right yeah. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> So the the <laughs> who doesn't need some good fungal gas in their lives? Everybody, everybody, everybody. needs some fungal gas. <laughs> fungal gas is, is exploding <laughs> everywhere. Uh, Momo and Dunn is rolling, rolling, rolling. Grumgar mm. is actually getting hit by some of this fungal gas. Mm-hmm. Some of these strange uh, yeah. vines are thracking right. him. He's maybe getting cut up a little yeah. bit okay. too. Yeah. But he plows through the clearing and comes to Momo and Dunn. Momo and Dunn has come to rest at the uh, at a cliff. Mm. Oh, there's like a precipice. A precipice. Ah. Precipice. Yeah. Yes. Right. Uh, Overlooking more jungle, but yeah. right. maybe some Ithorian cities off in the distance. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. 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 Way off in the distance well, yeah. is, is hope. But right now, <laughs> it's just he's he's stuck between oh. uh, little just, space. Uh, fungal gas yes. and a precipice. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. favorite word to say when I've had whiskey. Mm, precipice. So the moment of done has, has nowhere yeah. Yeah, left nowhere to, run, to go. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he he tries bravely probably to make another assault on right. Gunnar. Well, because the the, the space hoe uh, was yeah, tra- tragically no more. Yeah, uh, he still has the the like walking staff. Yeah, the walking staff. The oh, stick. Yeah. okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he yeah. has a stick. So wh- where does he hit Grumgar this time? Does uh, he try to double down on the husk area? Uh, well, we we already found out that the husk area is not so great, and we mm. tried the tripping thing, and that just resulted in shattering. Mm. So I think he just he goes you know for the classic like gut punch, just like oh he jabs oh, well, him, he jabs him. Mm-hmm. In the gut, yeah. Right? yeah. Okay, and I think this is a joke to Gumgar. I, I think yeah. this is like the yeah. Pillsbury Doughboy, where you're just like, <laughs> yes. all that corpulent body mass, you yeah. know, just just kind of yeah. rejects the stick. And I think uh, much like a scene from Return of the King, where the the Nazgul's taking a Miranda out of yeah. character, just destroys her shield oh, yeah. with his mace. I Eowyn. think he takes that. Thank you, Eowyn, uh uh-huh. Takes that uh, takes that hammer, that vibro hammer, and just destroys that walking stick. Yeah. Okay, so he smashes Shatters it. that right. one. As yeah, well. yeah. It's, the, it's that dramatic scene of like he's still got the like yeah. staff out and he's just yeah. hit him in the stomach like and poking him. clearly <laughs> clearly nothing's happened and there's just that moment of shock and yeah and then yeah. the vibro hammer just comes down on it yeah. smash oh, and then uh, I think just to, to fulfill the promise of the premise of what Grumgar is the yeah. huge hulking dude as soon as you see him you're like what if he puts down that tiny drink and hits me <laughs> yes I bet that's gonna hurt I think he he's yeah. got he's got a pound oh. Momona done oh, yeah. at least once it's yeah. a gut punch it's yeah a gut punch. right. Yeah, he just um, turns it right back on him. Right into the ribs. I don't know how many ribs are there. But they're fewer now. Um, they're yes. fewer now. <laughs> fewer broken, functional ones. Now, fewer anyway. functional <laughs> ribs. Uh, knocks him back away. Just shatters. I mean, yeah. he, he, Momona Dunn is on the ground, and I, I, I think now we're at the point where we come. Often in data bank brawl, where yeah. uh, we're we're enjoying the fight. Yes. So we fight. must we must pause narratively to mm-hmm. address our feelings about. Who not only who should win, right? Who do we want to win? Because often yeah. we we find right. ourselves fighting for the underdog, right? Yeah. And as we've told this narrative, uh, uh, we've discovered that we believe Momanda Dunn is a soft, gentle creature, right? Yes. With nothing but a space hoe to his name. Yeah. <laughs> Grumgar yeah. is a huge bruiser, 
Do you uh, Emma? Do you want Grumgar to win? Or do you want Momona Dunn to win? You know, I want Momona Dunn to win. Right. But, um, but I the thing is, is I look at Momona Dunn and I'm like, yeah, he's definitely smaller and more agile than Grumgar, but he doesn't necessarily strike me as like a a super like fast acrobatic kind of person. Cause I think right. like a smaller, more acrobatic kind of uh, guy or, or a, or a guy in, you know, in the vein of like a Han Solo who often like gets by, by the skin of mm-hmm, his teeth mm-hmm. could very easily sort of either intentionally or unwittingly outsmart Right, Grumgar, you could dodge him, you could tire him yeah, out. Yeah, exactly, but I, you know what? Momona Dunn doesn't strike me as that, so as much as I want him to win, I feel like this is Grumgar's fight. All right, Ken, how do you, this is the classic <laughs> underdog uh, challenge that you and I yeah. often face here in this yeah. podcast. Yep, and that's why I'm going to make the tough decision. Um, sometimes to be a big, bad heel, you gotta you got to win. you got to be put over yeah. and be put over as a threat. Um, and I think in this case... Years from now, people will tell the tale of the day Grumgar killed <laughs> Momon Nadon um, on uh, on his home planet. Um, <sighs> now, whether or not you want to say this is a, a murder-death kill victory, uh, we'll, we'll decide that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think, yes, that's, that's what happens. I think yeah. that this is a situation in which, yes, the obvious physical uh, superior being must win. Yeah. I think Momana yeah. Dunn's knees aren't the best. He's always on his knees in his garden. Yeah. yeah. Growing stuff. Yeah. That he can't dodge and weave as much as he'd like to. I think yeah. what what happens is a, a valiant mm-hmm. and disturbingly violent ballet mm-hmm. yeah. of Momana Dunn trying to avoid things. He's yeah. scratching eyes. He's pulling Those on horns. Feet are kicking. He's like, yeah, he's, he's got kind he's of long arms. He's pulling on Grumgar's pants. Yeah, he's doing the whole windmill action. Yeah. He's pummeling. But every time Grumgar's laughing, ha, 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 and every time he lands a punch, it's just crushing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And here's where I'm gonna. I think he's clearly the victor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here, here's what I think should happen. And Ken, you mm-hmm. let me know what you think. Okay. I think Momana Dunn grabs. I think he's he's pummeled. Maybe yeah. maybe to it's death. Brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. It's brutal. Oh. I think he got punched in one of his hammer eyes, and it's yep. it's swollen shut, swollen yeah. shut, swollen giant. shut. It's very very painful. His blue onesie has torn to shreds. He's almost nude. <sighs> yeah, but I think he he falls back into the jungle. His long nimble fingers grab a large leaf, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think he pretends as though he's running at Grumgar. Yeah, but then at the last minute he dodges and he leaps off the cliff. Hoping the leaf will walk oh, him to safety. It's like a parachute. Like a little parachute. <laughs> and he <laughs> hopes it's going to work. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Right. We don't know. I know. But that leaves open. Fate that, unknown. Yeah. Fate and unknown. Fate unknown. And also, Grumgar, as we've established, not the most intelligent right. of right. people. So I think there is. I think. That Grumgar, he he doesn't actually fall off the cliff, but it's a very narrow miss where he, mm-hmm. you know, he he pursues him, he runs after him, oh, and so he's, Grumgar goes yeah, he's for trying him. to make another swing at him to get him, right. uh, and and fortunately he just misses him far enough away from the precipice that he falls, and he's only like half torso hanging over the precipice. Oh, so Grumgar himself drives yeah. where it almost falls over yeah. and then realizes, mm-hmm. okay, it's not so important that I finish him. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Yeah, there's right. no actual Mortal Kombat voice saying finish right. him. Right. Right. So. 
he Friendship. he crawls back up. Yeah. What is what is Grumgar go and do then, Ken? What is the end of his narrative? Well, he stands up, he dusts himself off, he looks down the cliff, he can't see yeah. uh Momon Nadon, uh laughs. Oh, that'll teach you, hammerhead. <laughs> and he turns around to hear the clicky, clacky feet of a horde of they went and got their friends. Oh, the yeah, yeah. Um, I think we fade to black at that. I point. think there's yeah. a cliffhanger there. Oh, yeah. Who wins this yeah. battle? Yep, Grumgar. Yeah, or the Molsame. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that is a beautiful it ending. Is. I think it, 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 it's a jump to black. It's not a fade. Yeah. It cuts yes. to black, and a loud song kicks in. Yes, <laughs> whatever the Star Wars version of heavy metal is, <laughs> yes. is the end credits. Yep, <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. That is a tragic, brutal battle. Uh, I'm glad that. uh, Thank you, Emma, for being here to help us face the truth. You're welcome. Uh, Ken and I often want to let the underdog win. Nah. Yeah. Sometimes we can let the underdog live. They can waft away broken and ashamed Mm -hmm. on a leaf. But they can't he always might, win. He can't always win. I, I, I in my heart, no. believe Momon and Don survive. Yeah, okay. But am I? Nobody, glad, no death. Yeah. I'm glad you brought in a vicious side to this yeah, fight today. I, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm brutal. And Joseph and I just face our own problems. We, <laughs> yeah, there's just, there's just <laughs> no. Rooting for the underdog. Yeah. This gentle brown reed Listen, in a blue onesie. You are allowed to root for the underdog. You just have to face the cold hard yeah. facts that often the underdog doesn't actually win. I agree That's that. why they're an underdog. Yes. It all makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. This was a particularly brutal one. It was. Uh, this is yeah. very exciting. It's full of diamonds and gardens mm-hmm. and fungal gas and just yeah. brutality. I would, I would watch this for real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's very rich. Yeah. I think you we s- need to start a campaign, a hashtag campaign to get fungal gas <laughs> to, to Star Wars, Star Wars Encyclopedia. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. Fungal, fungal gas. gas. Visual for dictionary. Sure. Well, this was certainly an episode you could smell. I'll mm-hmm. say that oh, uh, yeah. for sure. Love. Thank you guys so much uh, for listening. As always, thank you guys for suggesting Grumgar. Uh, sometimes I, I gravitate toward wanting to pick uh, some of the fun characters that we know, but it's it's yeah. fun to pick some of the characters that have little history and we can kind yeah. of make up a little bit in our own little weird databank brawl canon what their history, what their voice is. If there are other characters that you want to see fight, be sure to tweet at us, Facebook us, use the hashtag databank brawl so it's easier to fight. You can suggest matchups, but we really prefer just a character that you want to see and then we can kind of go crazy with matchups mm-hmm. that we want to see. So let us know characters that you really, really want to appear here in Databank Brawl. For now, they do have to be on the databank. You guys have made some wonderful suggestions, like Ice Cream Machine Man <laughs> on Bespin. As soon as he's in the databank, <laughs> Ice yeah. Cream Machine Man 100%. Yeah, can yeah. fight. Right. Uh, so, Emma, where can people find you? Well, you can find me uh, on Twitter, at Emma Fife. That's my name, E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. Uh, as Joseph has mentioned several times already on this podcast, that is all Fs, as in Frank. It is 60% Fs. Uh, I am hoarding all of the Fs in the world and putting them all into my last name. Uh, you can catch me. I, I do a lot of stuff on the internet, man. Like, I got a bunch of stuff on AfterBuzz TV. Uh, I'm doing the Star Wars Rebels after show, nice. which would probably be of interest to people listening to this podcast. Uh, I also do the Bob's Burgers after show and Ash vs. Evil Dead. 
said, uh, I do a Sailor Moon podcast. It's called Love and Justice. So if you're nice. like me and you like both Star Wars and Sailor Moon, you should totally check that out. <laughs> I'm starting to, you know, show up on some stuff over at like Schmoes and Collider too. It's pretty cool. So uh, yeah, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll know all the stuff I'm doing because I tweet probably too much. <laughs> just right. It's just yeah. Emma Fife Empire. The Emma Fife Empire, exactly. It's exactly. Getting bigger. It yeah, is. Like it. it is. And how about you, Ken? You can follow me at Ken across all social media platforms and, and send me comforting thoughts as I had to watch poor Momama Nadon travel down <laughs> off a cliff on a leaf. Uh, that was tough. To probably it's, his inevitable uh, death. Yeah. Peaceful yet horrible image. Uh, yeah. And if you like peaceful yet horrible images, you can find me on all the social media. Is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can check out my other uh, podcast, Obsessed podcast. It's on the Feral Audio Network. It is a comedy podcast about things that people like a lot, maybe too much. You can go into the mm-hmm. archives and you can check out the episode I did with Emma about Sailor Moon. Yeah, we did do a ton of fun. Yeah, and Hamilton with and uh, Hamilton, Paul and that's Stone. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You so did, the, with you did Storm, yeah. two episodes with us. You're yeah. a great guest uh, <laughs> on all the podcasts. If you have a podcast and aren't a weirdo, <laughs> contact Emma <Fife. laughs> If you're a weirdo and you know it, hmm. you know it. I don't know. That's a horrible judgmental thing to say, especially for a guy who likes underdogs. So I'm going to wrap it up before I say anything else I can regret. You can also like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said while no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.